Friends, welcome along to the Jody and Hazy podcast. Here's some of the best bits from the year. Since the first moment that we started doing this show, what have I always said? It is what it is, but it isn't what it isn't. That and also what you can't trust escalators in Bangkok. Oh, I know. You've always said that. And we can't stress that enough here at Nova. <laughs> oh, you've just got to be so careful. What about this? And this is quite graphic, so just be a little bit well, more. Well, you be a little bit careful, please, yeah. if it's graphic. Yeah, I know. Well, I just, it sort of mixes in with what I thought was always a bit of an urban myth. Okay. But this has come true. A Thai woman lost her leg when it became <laughs> stuck in a moving walkway at a Bangkok airport. One of those escalators which... If you're feeling a little bit lazy or maybe you've got heaps of luggage, you jump on there and you get a bit of a free lift. So one of the flat ones, not one going up, one yeah, of the flat ones. Like a snail on the back of a turtle, just getting a free lift. <laughs> yeah, the flat ones along the ground, not going up, the flat ones. So how on earth did she lose her leg? Be careful. Oh, So she's 57. Her name hasn't been released. Um, she was set to board a flight in Bangkok uh, when she tripped over her suitcase Right at the last second, her leg then got caught and dragged in a moving walkway at the hub's Terminal 2. Horrified observers tried to turn off the emergency switch and the machine continued it tearing through the limb's muscle, tendon and bone. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, when you're a little kid and you're on the escalator, you're like, you need to jump off at the end, otherwise you get sucked in and you might get eaten. Yeah. She almost got eaten. No. (laughs) My God. How did she take it? Um. The photo, and if you do see the the article online, she actually takes it quite well. She's sitting there missing a leg and seems quite composed. Yeah, right. Yeah. Bloody escalator got a leg. I just... (laughs) The escalators. The escalators. They're so angry. What about the absolute fear, though, when you are a small child and you go down an escalator and you get into the bottom and you're like, "Uh, uh, uh, mum, overhead, overhead, and you make the leap and you make it and you're like, oh, thanks. This is why. This is why. And you know those moments as well where it's like a genuine moment of realisation? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I had one of them as soon as I read this article as well. What do you mean? So finally it makes sense as the people keep on telling me I can't jump on an escalator naked. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about that, Joe, is that the truth is it might be the opposite. Like when my wife Cara met me for the first time and she looked me up and down when I was naked and said, well, you could travel on an escalator naked and be fine. <laughs> And I said, what does that mean? What do you mean? She said, I don't know. Is that a compliment? And I said, are you hungry? And then we just moved on. <laughs> Jeez, uh, medicine has come a long way, hasn't it, Jane? It has. It's, it's incredible yeah. what, what they can do these days. I had this story that popped up on my desk. Doctors in Jerusalem. <laughs> you say pops up on your desk. You never use your yeah. desk. It popped up on your phone, let's be honest, while you were scrolling at 10 o'clock at night. What's the difference? Doctors in Jerusalem successfully reattached a boy's head. After car accident. What? Oh, my gosh. What? A surgeon has performed a miracle surgery in reattaching a boy's head after being hit by a car while he was riding his bike. 12-year-old Palestinian boy suffered what is known as internal decapitation, (gasps) in which the skull detaches from the spine. Upon arrival in the emergency room, doctors said his head was almost completely detached from the base of his neck. The procedure took several hours to complete, but was a success as the 12-year-old was discharged with a cervical splint. The operation occurred in June, but the doctors waited a couple of months to release the results, waited for it to be a success. Wow. Wee. That's, you know, that's quite comforting to know that if you do lose your head, that they can put it back on these days. Isn't yeah. that good? Too late for Petey in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> My parakeet Petey is dead. What His head fell off. Yeah, he was pretty old. Yeah, that was the thing. He was quite old. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. 13, 24, 10. Yeah. When did your head fall off? I reckon you would have had a couple of nights out where you've woken up and gone, oh, Jesus Christ, where's my head? Oh, my gosh. Is it even on my shoulders? 13, 24, 10. When did you wake up and your body was completely missing? <laughs> and maybe you woke up and you were in a jar. <laughs> If you're in a jar right now and you're just a head in the jar like Futurama, like they do there, give us a call. Yeah. Get someone that gives us a call, set it up on loudspeak and have a chat with us. 13, 24, 10. When did you misplace your bonds? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember one of the grand finals as well. Yes. Before I woke up on the Monday. Yeah. Just a head, body, completely <laughs> gone. Missing. CCT vision came back and I was still at mansions, I reckon. <laughs> dancing around. <laughs> Dancing around like Peter Garrett <laughs> without a head. But I, I like that at least your head made at home. Head made at home. <laughs> but just arms and legs everywhere, dancing like Peter Garrett does. Yeah. With a premiership medal around a neck, but no head. <laughs> and I like that your body was trying to chat up chicks, yeah, but the chicks are just like, oh, man, are. this guy, he doesn't even have a head. <laughs> no. Like, I'm no. not going to go home with him. She maybe would have done better because at least I didn't have breath. I'd have been on the drink for two <laughs> days straight. <laughs> Jodes, old wives' tales, like what we learnt when we were kids. Mm -hmm. I think there's a few which probably in your teens you learnt that are just completely bogus. Yeah, completely outrageous. But as youngsters, you think, wow, I mean, if this particular thing happens to me, I might just die. Yeah. Well, one particular old wives' tale has probably been proven true in Russia. Mm -hmm. And that is the swallowing of seeds and what can happen from that. I literally just had a mandarin and now I was going to swallow the pips, but I'm trouble. not going to. Whoa! Oh, thank goodness. R Russian doctors who were prepared to remove a suspected cancer chimp from 28-year-old Ertem Sidorkin <laughs> instead discovered a five-centimetre a tree growing in his lung. Yep. Okay. Initially thought to be cancer due to symptoms like severe chest pain and coughing up blood, surgeons were stunned to find a small tree inside Sid's lung. My goodness. Let's just call him Sid for the sake of it. Okay. <laughs> it's believed that he might have inhaled a seed which then sprouted. Oh my gosh. So, this is the stuff of horror movies. Okay, so that can actually happen. If you swallow a seed of something, it can grow inside of you. And unintentionally as well, a seed was just sort of half floating through the air and Sid just took breath in at the wrong time and then bang, old tree lung over here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all happening. Well, see, sometimes I feel like I inhaled, um, you know, four watermelon seeds and then I grew a big watermelon yeah. inside my belly. See, and that's, that's the thing when you're a youngster. I feel like it was maybe it was spread amongst the primary school. Mm. Don't swallow watermelon seeds because they'll grow inside you. And then uh, it was a real bully tactic for maybe the older kids to say, see that lady over there? Yeah. See what's happening with her belly? Mm. She mm. swallowed a watermelon seed, <laughs> pointing to a heavily pregnant woman. Oh, God. 100%. I remember thinking that when I was a youngster. Really? Like, oh, my gosh. Never swallow watermelon seed. Oh. Loving watermelons. Yeah. But not... Not prepared to take the risk of yeah. swallowing a seed. Yeah. So just avoiding watermelons. Yeah, and then heaven forbid you grow a watermelon inside of you and it's not one of those seedless ones and then you have to pick out, oh my God, what a disaster. Yeah, and then you, like, you go get a scan yeah. and they're like, oh, congratulations, you're eight months pregnant. You're like, no, no, no I'm pretty sure it's a watermelon. <laughs> uh, actually, I swallowed a watermelon seed, Doc. I'm going to get a second opinion. Call yourself an obstetrician. <laughs> grow up, mate. The other one is chewing gum. Oh, yes. Staying in your stomach for seven for, years? Yeah, 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 yeah. The other one was, um, I reckon I was told if you have a, a piece of steak, that will sit in your guts for about six months. Really? Yep. 
I never heard that one. Didn't you? It was staying in your guts for six oh. months. That's, that'll turn you off meat forever. Yeah, mate, you lived on a farm. They'll feed you oh, all yeah. sorts of stuff about animals. I was eating, I was eating steak, <laughs> breakfast, lunch and dinner. <laughs> and smoko as well. Yeah. So the other one as well, which was an old wives' tale, which we are still, I mean, I'm on the edge of incorporating to my kids right now, is sitting too close to the TV will make your eyes go square. Yes. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So true, mate. So now, when if I say that to my son, sitting in front of that tablet will make your eyes go square. I, I feel like he looks at me and says, well, that's something I'm prepared to uh, <laughs> live on with yeah. in the future. Mr. Hayes ever mentioned anything about going blight? <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? <laughs>